Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Quote now at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to Dum Dums and Dragons, where improvisers who've never roleplayed before journey into the world of Dungeons and Dragons. I am the Grand Wizard Bukaki, your host. Previously, our heroes, along with their warlord companion, Little Pimpim, had finally brought the evil King Grohl and his master, the Black Spider, to battle. Will they succeed in restoring Little Pimpim to his rightful throne? Will the Goblin Union survive the battle? Will Goblin Jr. finally make a wolf friend out of Jeffrey? Find out next on Dum Dums and Dragons. You're standing directly in front of Grohl, and he goes, I only know one man who would fill a sword hilt with bees. You've come back, little Pim-Pim. That's right. I'm back in a better than ever. You know, we're not so different, you and I. (laughs) We're both power-hungry, and we both... Love to kick ass. But only one of us is a king. Ooh, yeah, that's right. But, <laughs> but though, I will soon be king once again, and you shall be reduced to a pile of nothingness once I punch you with this. You know what? I'm going to reach into my explorer's pack and see what comes out. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't actually gone to my explorer's pack, so let me see. All right, uh, so I'm going to say you reach in and pull out a fistful of climbing batons, but you use them like Wolverine. Oh, so you right. just hold them between your fingers, and you, you just you can try and punch them right in his dumb face. It's a more personal touch. So I, Yeah, just roll an attack. Uh, <laughs> add five. Seventeen. Uh, Seventeen will hit. So roll me uh, two D4, which are these little guys, and then add five. Ten points of damage. The batons are now in his face. <laughs> oh my god, he's a pincushion. Uh, and I yell, climb him, my lord! <laughs> and, Mount uh, him? I shall do so! And using your uh, your free action, you can reach down and grab a sword if you'd like. Because the goblins I, got it for you. I grab my sword and I close up the hilt. <laughs> now keep in mind, you also have that uh, additional action you can use if you feel so inclined. I swing my sword at, uh, at Grohl. May I recommend you swing it with two hands for extra damage? Yes, Absolutely. 23 total. That will hit. Wow. So, uh, 14. Well, Pimpim, when you whipped your sword at Grawl at the beginning of the combat, you wanted to decapitate him. But turns out you were just warming up because with a mighty swing, you cleaved the king's head from his shoulders. Take that, Dad! <laughs> <laughs> you can't be a milliner if you don't have a head. <laughs> I legitimately start wondering from the back of the room, was Grohl his dad? <laughs> it would explain so much of what I understand about it. So uh, 
Grohl's body drops to its knees and falls over as the blood sprays over the rejoicing goblin union. I yell over to the union, not done yet, drow. (laughs) Which brings us to Jeffrey, who, you know, goblin union is starting to rush up on him, but uh, Grohl falls to the ground and Jeffrey looks up and goes, snarf, snarf. Makes eye contact with you, recognizing his old master. Come on, old friend. Don't you remember who I am? Think. Search your memory. <laughs> Roll me a uh, you know persuasion check, please. Seven. He says, snarf. Bears his teeth and rushes at you. Oh, shit. <laughs> so he's going to, uh, to leap at you. He will hit you. He clamps his teeth down on you. Uh, he seems really frustrated about the death of his more recent master. He'll deal you seven points of damage. Oh, and, fuck. And I need you to roll a uh, strength check or else you fall prone. Oh. <laughs> Natural one. Uh, Natural one. You fall so, through the floor. <laughs> you're, so, uh, you're so astonished that, uh, that your dear companion, the union. Jeffrey, uh, could turn on you that uh, you, you think he's leaping up for an embrace. Uh, but instead, he's he's leaping for rage. You're knocked prone, which gives you disadvantage on attack rolls uh, and gives other creatures trying to attack you advantage. And as you fall on your critical fail, your mighty pots and panned up body does indeed crush one of the goblin union. Oh, worth it. <laughs> <laughs> Quinny, my friend, you gotta help me. <laughs> uh, uh, top of the round um, is Grohl. <laughs> Blood pumps from his stump. Yeah, uh, <laughs> Quinny. You're fighting a blind drow. Yeah, I know. Like, the opportunity here. When else can I say I stabbed a blind drow? <laughs> so I wish to strike the, uh, the blind drow with my plus one short sword. 24. Great. That will hit. And because of the blind, do I get advantage? You certainly do. 13 damage. The drow yells something to the effect of like, God damn you, tiny man. Can I Give me a- back my keys. All right. Uh, see ya. And I, I, I run away. <laughs> Which is double, doubly ironic as she's blind. Oh, uh, yeah. I'll like, <laughs> see ya. <laughs> I really dig in but with my words. But would you want to be ya? No. Oh, wow. She's, she's real hurt by that. Uh, great. So that brings us to her. So she's flailing around. Um, she'll punch to where she thought you were, but obviously you're gone. Cool. I'm running towards uh, big... Big little pim pim. So she's going to roll to see if she shakes off the blindness, and she has to succeed at a con save. Yeah. Okay, she's still blind, stumbling yeah. around like a dum-dum. The owl bear is uh, starting to get agitated by all the action that's going on. starts ramming its head up against the cage, but the bars hold. Alan. Let's try to deal with this drow and, uh, and chuck some magic missiles at her. Oh, thank God. Quinny, I was worried about you for a second. <laughs> I, I know. I, do you know what? We've been through this too many times. I feel real bad <laughs> about Carl. I think in between this and whatever our next adventure is, we should like take you out for target practice. Like, just <laughs> set but up some straw bales. <laughs> the only thing I have to aim with. <laughs> yes, that is uh, exactly it. So I'm throwing uh, five mm-hmm. right at her. Um, okay, so we got two plus three, five plus four plus three. So 17 total? Yep. yep. So you, you proper fuck up that, uh, that drow. Uh, all right, uh, butthole. You, Just shooting a blind woman. <laughs> the alley I, story. I stabbed her. So. Uh, you're standing over the, uh, the smoking corpse of uh, Garvo. And I really want to heal Garvo, but there's like some <laughs> fucked up shit going on in this room. <laughs> Do you That's run to Garvo and turn around and run back? I'm debating. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really debating. 
<laughs> long time PC Garvo. I can't fucking. Well, I have to send Dave home. I He's can't been do playing it to him. Whole time. I'd never leave him behind. All right, so I am going to cure wounds on Garvo. I'm going to reach down and, and summon uh, yet again simultaneous fart burp, sinuous uh, winding down the arm, and I yell, "By the power of Moonhammer, return!" Uh, and I heal him, and it, it, knowing he only has seven health points, and I immediately do one d eight plus nine. He's literally fresh as a daisy, back to life. <laughs> and and I, 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 like, pick him up and put him on his feet. And I'm like, Garvo Thriceborn, you shall join us in this battle. And I give him my shield for him to carry. And he's got his little hammer. And I, like, unhook it from his belt and give it to him. And I'm just like, stop dying. <laughs> and then I'm going to go over to uh, to the drow. And okay. I'm, like, making my move where I'll, I'll smack her down <clears throat> next turn, two-handed Warhammer style. Which brings us to the Goblin Union who is devastated by the death of Carl, one of their best soup makers. Um, <laughs> and I, yell, I yell at them, focus, boys! <laughs> Look, so Garbo's alive. Two of them manage to swing strikes at uh, Jeffrey. One of them hits and uh, deals Jeffrey five points of damage. So Garvo, uh, Garvo looks around kind of dazed. This is the second time Why he's been resurrected. Why can't I die? He <laughs> 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 says, I must be... Unkillable. And I immediately hear that, ah, oh, fuck. Yep. <laughs> and he raises his tiny hammer to the sky and screams, For the glory of Moonhammer! And then I sort of get over my swears, and I'm like, hey, he's got the right idea. And uh, Garvo rushes the drow. He manages to hit, and he will deal three points of damage. And I, like, look down at him. Give him like one of those respectful nods, like a man-to-man thing. I'm like, good for you. He he looks like he's seen some shit. He kind of like looks back with like a frantic eye, but having been resurrected from death twice in a row, he's, he's a little fucked up. Uh, brings us to little Pim-Pim. You're currently pinned by your dear old friend. Now, you can try and attack him, or you can try and convince him it's you again. I'm going to keep trying to convince him that I'm good. That's me. I sing a song that I used to sing to him back when he was a puppy. What's that song? Oh. Every rose oh. has its thorn. <laughs> Snarf? Roll me a um, persuasion check, please, and uh, let you do it with advantage. <laughs> with, yep. with advantage. So you get, get to roll, roll twice. twice. <laughs> that was a one. That would have been great. That was a one. <laughs> yep. <laughs> now just roll a one a second time. 14 uh, total. Jeffrey's ears perk up. And he goes, snarf, you snarf, 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 snarf. And a tear rolls down his wolfy cheek and he starts licking your face. Oh, thank God. Oh, attack the drow. Snarfity snarf. Uh, so Jeffrey starts off to do that. Um, and uh, you can also uh, stand up if you'd like. I'm going to stand up. <laughs> and, and Goblin Junior will just Goblin falls off your back as you do. <laughs> Goblin Junior will just follow like the new orders. Like he can smell the team shift, so he's just going to follow. <laughs> smell Jeffrey. the team shift, which brings us to Jeffrey. So Jeffrey's going to leap at uh, at the drow, the blind. Uh, what drow. an odd combat this has been. <laughs> <laughs> Jeffrey will hit uh, and deal four points of damage, and the drow has to pass a saving throw at disadvantage or be knocked prone. And she does not, so she's knocked prone. Bringing us back to the top of the round, Quinny. It's just the drow left, right? The drow and the owlbear in the cage. The increasingly irate owlbear. Okay, I'm going to try to calm things down. I guess I ran away, but I'm going to run back. I'm going to yell out, uh, you're surrounded, surrender. Can you roll me either a persuasion or an intimidation check? Total of 20. And we'll say it was intimidation. So I say, surrender, you're surrounded. 
or else. <laughs> the other was just persuasion. The yeah. or else made uh, it intimidating. Surrender, you're surrounded. Please? That would have been persuasion. <laughs> it snarls, fine. And um, you see it's uh, suddenly like the features of the drow start to like drop away and the creature becomes gently more amorphous. Uh, and it uh, kind of shifts back into kind of a weird featureless gray. Sorry, it, it like it has facial features, but it's just sort of a flat faced. Uh, looks like this thing we'll put up on the Instagram. So it's sort of like generic slender man-ish oh, okay. yeah, looking generally, human-sized figure. Yeah, oh. like human-sized figure. Blank slate uh, humanoid. Long, strong arms um, and oh, just sort weird. of a, a blank face with uh, eyes, no nose, and a so slit for a mouth. Generic shape changer. Yep. Great. Wearing clothes or had transformed its own clothes? Had transformed its own clothes. So now it's naked. Yes, but it has no genitalia. I'm disappointed when I look. <laughs> 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 it looks like a Kendall. I immediately look at its butt. Can it poop? More importantly, can it fart? Both things important to me. This might be blasphemy. <laughs> yes, it is a creature. It does need to eat. Yeah. Oh, thank God. Because I was going to get I, in there and like spread the cheeks. And no, like, I was just oh, glancing. I, I was like, if there's okay. a butt, then I'm good. And I, you guys are lucky because if it had, had no butt, I would have tried to kill it. <laughs> like, no? It would have been immediate like end the blasphemy. All right. So I'm going to shackle the shapeshifter. I'm going to shackle it to the side of the throne, so I can't sit in it, but it's sort of like a princess layered, like just to the side <laughs> and like a sexy slave pose. Great. Uh, and then I'm going to, uh, are we still in combat? Because the owlbear is going to drop. We can drop out. The owlbear is pretty irate, but now now that combat has ended, it's less. So. And I'll, I'll say this to, to Queenie <laughs> and uh, Alan and just say, let's give it rations. We don't have to murder it. I say no. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Well, it was trying to break out of the cage, so... Oh, oh, I thought you were talking about... I thought you were talking about the shapeshifter. Oh, no, yeah. fuck the shapeshifter. No, I mean, like, the, I mean the owl bear. What the fuck? Oh, okay. Because <laughs> it'll calm the fuck down yeah. if we give it food. That's... Do you know what? I, I brought I bought some uh, extra rations, so... Um, I don't know what owl bears I'm just going to lay down a little bit of everything. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's part bear, so I imagine some jerky it'd be into. The bears eat garbage. So. You can feed them anything. <laughs> So you lay out your Mandarin oh, buffet's as, as, worth of I mean, rations. As they're doing that, I do a rapid shackle, and then I go over. Is it possible for me to save the dying on Carl, or is that dude just out? He's, he's done. Ah, well. Uh, so, <laughs> I mean, I think that, but I don't oh, act well. that. Because, I mean, we've got, like, like our new our new kingdom, and I, I, I pick up Carl, and I, I walk him over to the Union, and I say, it's, it's the first martyr of your cause. A hero that will always be remembered. Garvo Thriceborn. And Garvo steps forward, uh, and I just pass the body to Garvo right on top of Garvo's shield. And then I take one of the shields from the warlord, and I trade it so I get my shield back. Because <laughs> it, has, it, has, it has that on it. And, and I just say, you know, fi find him a place of rest within the throne room, and we'll have a, an appropriate funeral afterwards. We shall bury him the way he lived, often in the soup pot making soup. So says the union. Then they say, so say we all. And then I start <laughs> stuffing the body into one of the pots. That They said the stew pot from outside. They could bring it in. Yep. It's the cauldron. Yep. I turn to the warlord and I look him in the eye and I say, your majesty, the throne is yours. And I step aside and gesture. And I, I say, thank you very much. And I walk to the throne and I sit down on it. Don't very much like the fit of the chair. So I just stand up. <laughs> But I'm lingering around the throne to maintain the illusion of ceremony. <laughs> I think we should interrogate the shape changer now. Yeah. Oh, Does oh, anyone yeah, else remember who we're here for? Okay. So, oh, right. quick, so I would say we, we sort of got three questions and, and we can like dick around with these. But I'm telling you, if you do a good job, you could maybe we could put in a word for you. 
if you don't help us out, I think the union's going to vote on your fate. And right now they're jamming a dead guy in a pot. So I don't know what kind of justice you're going to get. Roll me an intimidation check. <laughs> 17. The creature is intimidated. Question one. Where's the fucking dwarf? By the power of Moonhammer. He's got, he had cool boots when he got here. And if you took those boots, so help me fucking God, I want them to. <laughs> Maybe they know his name. Throw the name out there. Rock Seeker. Oh, perfect. Yeah, that's who it is. Grunter. <laughs> yes, I searched your mind and saw you were looking for a grunter. Guys, I think we might need to murder this guy. Shit. Okay, okay, okay. Great. Where is he? He's downstairs, or at least what's left of him is. Is he alive? Well, what's I'll left have of to him? Wait and see now, won't you? No, I'm asking you right now. This is pretty easy. This is sort of like a give and take thing. You're shackled to a chair. We could feed you to an owl bear. There's a lot of options on how this goes. Well, he was alive when I left him. How long ago did you leave him? Oh, a while. Roughly about as long as it would take to make a cake. Oh, he's probably fine then. Okay. All right. Um, <laughs> Shrug off the anybody, responsibility of that one. <laughs> is there anybody else Is there anybody else in this castle who'd fight us? Like, are there any other guards or any of that crap? Oh, yes. Where? It, it's a castle full of hobgoblins. What did you expect? You think someone built a castle and just had a kitchen? This okay, much too aloof out. for my liking. Yeah, I'm not crazy about how this is going, guys. All right, why the fuck did you look like the the black spider? The black spider isn't a woman. He merely prefers his servants to take on the look of the drow. So, what do all the non shapeshifters do? Look like dead goblins mostly. So, what what's the black spider then? Listen, just I don't want to ask a lot of questions. I want you to give me what I want to know. Tell me about the fucking black spider, Dick. <laughs> Yeah, give it, stop being cryptic. <laughs> we can kill you right now. Did you know that? Listen, I will sit here and question you for hours, and that will be painful for all of us. Well, especially for your friend Gunter, was it, who I believe may be eaten by the ravenous dead right now. As okay, you honest to, to Christ, me. I'm going to chop your fucking leg off if you don't answer this question. Where's downstairs? <laughs> she nods at the door in the corner. I'm heading over to the door. You guys can carry on. I'm just I'm going to get us started going down that. All right. Wait, maybe we should test to see if that door is trapped. That's also Quinny's job, though. He's, yeah. he's good at that. Oh, okay. Continue. <laughs> I'm going to say this right now. I never thought I would say this. In all of my life, Shape Changer, you can read people's minds. So you're the one person I don't have to intimidate with this. Alan, I'd say ask about two or three questions. And if you got any problems, solve it however you think is totally reasonable. And then I just walk <laughs> over to the door with Quinny. <laughs> just whatever makes sense to you. Uh, what do we want to know? Black Spider... What the fuck's going on with... And, and then I turn to the warlord and say, obviously we got a lot of hobgoblins, but they know you, and you were in charge before this. How about we chop Grohl's head off, and we march around with it on a stick, and it's you can show it to people if they off. fuck with us. Yeah, and I could, go, I could go in and say, meet the new boss, same as the old boss. <laughs> <laughs> this episode is sponsored by Shopify. When we started podcasting, an online store was the furthest thing from our collective mind. But now we sell t-shirts and hoodies and water bottles and a ton of amazing products, all because we use Shopify. Shopify is a global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. 
Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. It is 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Honestly, we tried to do merchandise for years, either to make things that were high quality, to make things that we could ship easily, to make things shippable in multiple markets. We just could not find that answer until we found Shopify. Once we got set up with them, it has been a breeze. Money transfers, no problem. Payments converted, it makes it so easy. I don't have to do anything manual. None of our team does to be able to provide high, high quality merch. Shopify gave us the control to be able to make our business even more successful and it can do that for you because Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, their award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify, and yours should too. So sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash dumdums all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash dumdums, D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B-S, now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash dumdums. That's the way you get to hear this. The hosts of Dum Dums and Dragons are 420 friendly all year round, which is why we are excited to have IndiCloud back as a sponsor. As IndiCloud gets ready for summer, they're rolling out a new product, Dank Sickles. <laughs> It's got a great name, and I've never seen anything like this before. A summertime popsicle with 20 milligrams of cannabis. These bad boys come in wild cherry and blue raised flavors, and you can mix and match with a pack of five or go with your flavor of choice. Danksicles are strong enough to share, but mellow enough to take to your next beach day or vacation. And unlike your sketchy neighborhood shop or dealer, IndiCloud gives you savings on every single order. It could be through their gold rewards program, their subscribe and save deals, or our special promo code just for Dum Dums and Dragons listeners. So please, right now, get 30% off your purchase. Head to indicloud.co slash dumdums to get 30% off your first order. And tell them that Dum Dums and Dragons sent you. That's I-N-D-A-C-L-O-U-D dot C-O, not com, C-O, slash dumdums, D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B-S, to get 30% off your first order. And let us know how the dank sickles are. Hello friends, Ryan here for another ad, but this ad includes how you don't have to hear me do ads anymore. That's right. If you join the Dum Dums and Dice Patreon, you can get an ad-free feed to this show for just $5 a month. And that's not all you get. You also get an ad-free feed for Warhammer 40k, The Valentine Heresy, another one of our podcasts. Plus, you get weekly video tableside chats so you know what's going on with the company, what's going on with us. Plus, you get access at that same tier to our fan and patron-only Discord. It's exclusive. You get access to all of us. Our casts are there. Our creative teams are there. A bunch of other fans are there. This is a great opportunity for you to escape ads, get more of the stuff you want, less of the stuff you don't. Patreon.com slash dumdumdice. That's patreon.com slash D-U-M-B. D-U-M-B-D-I-C-E. Join up today and get your ad-free feed now. Perfect. So I take Girl's Morningstar and I take Girl's Severed Head and jam it on the Morningstar so like he could hit someone with the head and kill them and I give it to uh, the Warlord. And we go with Quinny to check out the door and then we're leaving Alan to just fucking finish this. 
Okay. It's the Alan show now. All right. I don't have a lot of experience casting these spells. <laughs> but you also know happen. that whenever I try, shit goes down, <laughs> people die. So I could try to beat you around a little bit, injure you up a little bit, you know, get you to talk through pain. I can't promise you're not going to die immediately. <laughs> <laughs> so just tell me, you know all, everything I'm saying is true. What the fuck is the deal with the black spider? The creature explains that the black spider has a huge interest in uh, discovering the location of the wave echo cavern and possibly recovering some of the magic weapons that were forged there and possibly even reopening the forge for his own nefarious purposes. Uh, as you've discovered, the Black Spider's gang tends to be a sort of a mishmash of other lesser groups. So he's hoping that he'll have an advantage over other gangs in the area if he's able to start equipping all of his men with higher-powered magic weapons, armors, etc. However, the location of the mine was lost, and the only way to uh, reobtain it was through the map that uh, Gundren was carrying uh, and so he has sent uh, express orders uh, to retrieve the map and send it to him. Uh, where Yarno failed, it seems Grohl has succeeded. The wizard Yarno, right? Yep. Yeah. The guy we murdered. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, the guy that Nothic murdered, technically. Yeah, yeah. You and I are just beating the fuck out of him in the hallway. <laughs> <laughs> but none of us are hearing this. So well, I'm no. assuming Alan might relay it afterwards, Most but likely. we'll cover that. So the Black Spider has discovered the location uh, through the use of Gundren's map and now seeks to extract the uh, the lost items within. However, the shapeshifter tells you there he's run into um, an alarming amount of undead haunting the halls of the uh, the cavern, and it's been a uh, his progress has been slowed quite considerably. You feel something kind of tickle the inside of your mind, and you can feel that the shapeshifter is sort of messing with your head a little bit, and says, "Now I offer you this in exchange: you let me go. You shall never see me again. I shall not return to the black spider, but perhaps I can help you with your witch bolt problem. That is one of your greatest fears, is it not, Alan? Destroying your friends with your own magic." Yeah, maybe. <laughs> set me free, and I can help you. Help me, and I'll set you free. <laughs> I've seen how many faces you've melted, my friend. I will do nothing until these shackles are off. But you have my word that I will teach you. You can roll an insight check to see. Yeah. Uh, rolled a seven. So you're unsure. I don't trust you. You're and I, I trust my ability to uh, do the study and uh, improve my witch bolt on my own. Mm. I don't fucking need you. Uh, so I'm going to acid splash him. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yeah, Alan. <laughs> you throw acid upon the uh, chained up doppelganger, and as it starts you know, hurling insults at you, at you, you just keep splashing it again and again and again. And I'm not okay with torturing prisoners, but this guy room. was in my mind, so I just I just turn and look at the door and like ignore it. Like I'm, I start singing a song to myself. Or, Do you hear the <laughs> Like it's one of those where you're like trying to get rid of hearing like your abusive dad in the other room, so you're like singing a song about Disney Jesus. to yourself. Like I'm just like so happy for the goblins and so horrible. You're splashing a person to death with acid who's tied to a throne right now. It's a dark moment. And with its uh, final thought inside your head, you hear... Uh, like father, like daughter. And then the creature dies. Fuck. So, the door. So, I know <laughs> so, this is just Ryan talking, but man, dad issues the show. <laughs> am I right? Maybe that should be the t-shirt. <laughs> what did he say? Is it something that we all should share <laughs> emotionally? 
Um, so yeah, there was no way that, that he was going to let in any of us go. Like he was going to fuck <laughs> us up guys. We, okay. We had no choice. Do you know what I believe? So you I'm going so to relay to them about the wave echo cab, uh, cavern and the black spiders gotten there having some issues with the undead. Okay. Um, cool. okay. We fe- got the map from Gundren. We've got a skull mace, so we should go get uh, grunter. Yeah. The union's doing their, uh, pot burial. So they're busy. Garvo, you, you, you keep, keep as, they, as they, they take the pot, they're like, we dreamed a dream. His name was Carl. <laughs> <laughs> when Carl died, he went somewhere better. <laughs> Moon, have me praised. Jesus. Garvo will never die. <laughs> All of them win an Oscar inexplicably. Um, <laughs> all right, so um, it came true. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Clap if you believe in Garvo. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to check out this door. Cool. So uh, the door doesn't appear to be trapped. Uh, it was, you know, behind Grawl and a bunch of hobgoblins. They thought it was pretty secure. Hmm. I right. kick open the door. Yeah, let's head down. It leads to a uh, staircase that leads sort of down into uh, an old dungeon area. Uh, you can see it's very ill kept. The light down here is very poor. There's one sort of flickering torch against the wall. And uh, chained up against a wall, you see a, a heavily beaten and injured body over in the corner. Anyone else in the dungeon? No, just the one. Okay. I will run up to him. And, and how far? How you far see back? some absolutely spectacular boots. It's the finest boots. Is he wearing seen. them? He is. Oh, guys, I'm like, it's him. It's Boots. <laughs> like, hey, Boots, it's you're going to be okay, boots. boots. Stay focused. Hey, 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 Grunter, Grunter. He sort G- of like groggily, groggily wakes up. Goblin Jr., uh, Lickham, it's got antiseptic qualities. Uh, and I, uh, you're a cleric. Just, just give me a second, okay? <laughs> and I uh, I rest my hand on him. How, how fucked up is he? Is he, like, bad? Yeah, I mean, he's not, like, on the verge of death, but, yeah, he's they've clearly okay. been tortured. I'm going to cast Cure Wounds at the highest level. 18 Ooh. health healed. But I'm like, Quinny, shackles. Yep, great. I'm on it. So you uh, you very easily uh, unshackle him, and he's uh, he's extraordinarily grateful and surprised to see the people he hired to help escort uh, a caravan uh, having come to his aid. He desperately needs your help to get back to Fandolin. He's desperate to find out what's become of his other two brothers. Um, the black spider in the interrogations, they mentioned that the black spider had come upon two more dwarves. So he's very worried about what's happened to the other rock seekers. But uh, even though his map is gone, he committed enough of it to memory that he can lead you to the Wave Echo Cavern. All right. Meanwhile, upstairs, the king has returned. So Grohl declared himself king after deposing you, but now you have deposed Grohl. Mm-hmm. Uh, would you like to declare yourself king of the... Uh... I declare myself uh, king of this castle and the uh, return and forever king of the goblins and orcs and so forth. Excellent. <laughs> awesome. New so we, we, when we so bring uh, Gundren upstairs... We're just like, all right, uh, we'd like to negotiate with the king, and I would suggest that the union elect a president to negotiate with the king uh, for an ongoing basis after after this. So I'm like, king, we, we don't want any of your kingdom, I don't think. We, do, we don't want to take the castle. That's not really our interest. No, so good, absolutely. Mine. Agreed. Quinny walks over, actually, to the union guys and asks, like, hey, where you guys keep the loot? Loot? Yeah, yeah, from, like, conquests and raids and stuff. They, like, look at the pots as if the pots are the best loot they've got? Shiny stuff, guys. Shiny stuff. Uh, while this is going on, I'm, I'm negotiating with the king. And I'm saying, I understand that there's been some treasure probably claimed by Grohl over this time. Payments and such. Perhaps we split that in half. Half to you, half to the band. We want you to be able to make sure your negotiations with the union go well. You got upkeep fees. I mean, I understand the business half? as a mercenary. Skew me? Well, we could argue <laughs> you that... You want half of my treasure? I would say half of the treasure. 
How about this? I give you each seven gold pieces. I paid Garvo five for delivering a cake. <laughs> you want to play hardball? I'm ready to play fucking hardball. Okay, fine. I give you each twenty golden pieces. Uh, no, that's like a that's like five nights in a decent hotel. Like we actually know the the economy here, uh, my lord. Okay. <laughs> Final offer. I give you guys fifty gold pieces each. Uh, I'm going to circle back around because, uh, listen, I think we've had a really positive adventure. You drowned Quinny. I think the union might side with us if this thing goes bad. I'd say uh, half. Sounds really reasonable. So I'd say shake hands. You walk away with half. We're not splitting it four ways, and there's four of us. So I'd say half for you, half for us. Castle stays. We'll make sure the union are nice to you. And how, how about if you ever have any trouble with anyone trying to overthrow you again, mm-hmm. you can call on us. And we'll be there to help you out. And I would say we'll throw in a bonus. If we bump into any goblin bands anywhere who seem a little bit leaderless, we'll send them to the castle to come join your people. Oh, that's a good idea. I could annex them into my own army and uh, have a bigger, fuller band. Well, then, you know what? You've convinced me. You can have half of my gold. Just don't spend it all in one place. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, you realize that uh, Grohl's been spending most of his money uh, on the war effort, so half of all of the gold is, in fact, only 60 gold pieces each. Do you know what? That's still more than 50. I feel like this is a win. Yeah. Also, uh, I guess we can just sort of like generally search the castle to see if there's anything else, even if it's like armory or weapons or well, anything that would be of use to us. Yeah, you you can, but only by permission of the king. I mean, you've, you've restored the castle to uh, little Pim Pim, and also there's still like there's goblins and there's hobgoblins and stuff. Oh, yeah. Are... He said we could have half the treasure, so we can search the castle for treasure. Okay. You find a bunch of armed goblins and hobgoblins who don't really have anything worth taking. <laughs> They're doing well. Follow-up question. Uh, does the castle have a temple anywhere in it or like a cathedral-style space? It does. And the goblins are very hesitant to let you into it. Nice. I look in. Do I, like, what god are they like worshiping? They, 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 like, they're standing in front of the door, like, not letting you in. I go and get Garvo, and I bring him down, and I say, Garvo, I don't know who you're praising in there, but who's the goddess that saved your life twice? Who made you immortal? Garvo looks at the two goblins and says, Make way for Moonhammer! Boots open the door. Inside, uh, you find a large shrine that would have been to Ogma, but has been horribly desecrated, and the goblin deity has been put up in its place. Oh, what the fuck? Okay, so I turn to... <laughs> oh, wait, wait! I show up at the doorway. All right, everybody, everybody shows up. <laughs> Is something upsetting you, Alan? Look, I'm not the most pious person. But I have to respect my patron goddess, Okma, the goddess of knowledge. Following her path has led me to the knowledge that has helped us on this quest. I knew that somewhere there was a desecrated altar, desecrated by goblins for years that used to be a magnificent gathering place of fellow followers of Okma. And I believe, butthole, I may be wrong, though I believe you would like this to be converted to a shrine to the goddess of Moonhammer. I think we could find a pretty easy middle ground on this one. <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to battle. I, like, Moonhammer isn't the, like, fuck other gods god. That's way more like a god of war thing. That guy's an asshole. Well, I'm sorry, but now that I'm the orc and goblin king once again, I cannot allow that. And I clap my hands, and a couple hobgoblin guards 
sees you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, I, don't, I don't know why we got arrested for a conversation. I got some follow-up <laughs> questions. A, your majesty, all due respect, this is the goblin god. You're an orc, right? You have your own god. Why is the orc god in here? Uh, yeah, good question. <laughs> Upon flipping up your eye patch, you realize that, wait a minute, no, this, this, it's true. Although, you know, orcs also respect the, the goblin god, kind of a, it's an umbrella god. There's, it is a distinctly goblin-y shrine. Now, that'll probably keep the union happy. But uh, after a, a tense standoff, uh, you guys come to an agreement that because of your love of reading and also your patrons, the gnomes, Simon and Schuster, might be a little pissed off if the book shrine was, uh, was destroyed. You agree to allow Alan to rebuild a small shrine off to one side, uh, Garvo is going to set about building a tiny shrine to Moonhammer, and they're going to add some uh, some extra stuff on top of the Goblin Shrine to help represent the Orcish gods that you dig, and thus you've created a tiny interfaith center in the home of your new kingdom. And the union's yep. freshly formed diversity committee is just really pumped about <laughs> Because you know who learned a valuable lesson about tolerance over the course of his adventure? Me. <laughs> 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 well, uh, pin, pin. I think Ogma would like this. <laughs> and I turn to the rest of the band and go, see, wasn't this worth spending 700 gold pieces to buy a donkey? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so um, you, uh, you spend the night in a night of, of revels and, and excitement to, in the castle. Uh, you know, the people didn't really like King Grohl. He was a bit of an asshole. Uh, they're happy to see that uh, little Pim Pim's back. And uh, the next morning... Ooh, can, uh, I, can I, um, because I'm now at a, a shrine to Ogma, I would also, I would just like to uh, take the opportunity to to learn my, uh, the spells that are on the scrolls You I may have. learn those now. So yes. Fireball nice. and Charm Person. And I hold the first ever Mass of Moonhammer, which is also a funeral service for Carl. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. They, they bring the cauldron into... The, like a like a large group lavatory slash bathroom like it's like the gym stall but it has the most toilets in it so so I send the goblins into the toilets uh, and, and we hold the the cauldron in the middle of the room and and I just uh, say fart fart the song of your people uh, and I use I use thaumaturgy to help the ones who can't actually fart so they think they're farting so they're just hearing farts coming out of everybody's butts and it's creating like a it's it's a <laughs> It's a farted version of the opera song Nessun Dorma. Uh, <laughs> and it's just ringing out beautifully. Uh, and I give a speech about its strength and joy and how Carl was a source of both of those things and how every uh, cake can be a method of freeing yourself from tyranny and how Carl died for that. And then I name Garvo at the end of it as their new priest of Moonhammer. Uh, and and I, I, I make him a little shield out of one of the other pots and I like bang it into a shield shape with a symbol on it. And I give him one of the hammers and then I go to the two dead hobgoblins and I craft him like a, a little, a little robe out of their clothes. And, uh, just as you're finishing your ceremony, uh, you hear the sounds of something being dragged. And at the very end, one very beleaguered goblin drags a sack full of dead goblins in from the sleeping chamber. He says, he asks, he presents his hand to Garvo and Garvo hands him the painting that he's been carrying around and they put it up over the memorial for the dead artist goblin, who's now armless and ringless. And they drag the, bot, the bag full of bodies and go, will you do the same for them? Yep, and we do. Uh, we give, I give the same speech. And then, and then, so I do like two more. And then there's one where it's sort of like as like an apprentice priest. I let Garvo start to run it, but I like come in like the driving instructor where I like hit the brakes to keep it going. And then the fourth one, I hand it over to Garvo to do like the funeral. 
And then he's like killing it. I'm super proud of him. And then at the end, he's like, so let us bury them as we should. And all the goblins just start chopping up the bodies and jamming the parts down the toilets. And I'm real uncomfortable because that was not part of the deal. But I'm like, do you know what? This is finding its own way for goblins. So I'm like, cool. And then I just sort of sidle out of the room and leave them with their new priest of Moonhammer. Great. So while all of this is happening uh, up on the, the top of one of the ruined battlements, uh, overlooking uh, the glowing embers of the forest fire that still rages. <laughs> Guys, I'm really worried sweet, about our mule distraction uh, fire. <laughs> I, we left our mule in the forest. It's burning uh, down. <laughs> Quinny Brown Barrel and King Little Pim Pim share a pint of ale and realize that maybe some seeds of friendship have grown. And to solidify it, they sing the long-awaited remix <laughs> of their friendship song, which now goes like this. And I would say we'll start because it's the opposite, so it's got to be reversed. We'll start with Lil Pim Pim having the beat. Well, my name is Quinny, and I'm here to say that I'm not your dad, so please don't hit me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and we reverse to bounce out. I'm little Pim Pim, and I'm going to be your friend. We're going to get along until the very end. So don't you worry about violence. I'm going to play instead some violins. <laughs> and then there, he, he plays a spectacular violin solo. And similar to how Mudbutt could summon Richard with uh, with his flute, all of a sudden, Jeffrey comes running up the stairs and is like, Snarf? As in, like, you called? Oh, uh, hi, Jeffrey. <laughs> Snarf. <laughs> Um, nope, didn't call you. You can go back. <laughs> snarf, snarf. And Jeffrey goes back to hanging out with Goblin Jr., where they're telling stories of epic wolves long ago. This episode of Dum Dums and Dragons features the voices of Ryan LaPlante at the Ryan LaPlante on Twitter, Tyler Hewitt at Tyler underscore Hewitt on Twitter, Laura Hamstra at EL Hamstring on Twitter, our special guest, and our DM Tom McGee at McGeeTD on Twitter. This episode's sound was edited and mixed by Laura Hamstra, and Dum Dums and Dragons artwork is by Del Borovic, who can be found at DelBorovic.com. Our theme songs are And Now for That Massive Coronary and Skipping Through the Orchestra Pit Part 1 by Peter Gresser, and our ad music is No Control and Chiefs by Jazzar. J-A-A ZZAR, all available at freemusicarchive.org. When it comes to Dum Dums and Dice, you can visit our website at dumdumdice.com. Our Twitter and Instagram are at dumdumdice, and on Facebook at facebook.com slash dumdumdice. But most importantly, we've got merchandise at redbubble.com slash people slash dumdumdice, or you can join our Patreon at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. That's D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B, D-I-C-E. And tune in next week for more Dum Dums and Dragons. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. It's the last days of summer, 1920. Do you know where your children are? They should be playing outside. Come on, Chelsea. Mima says we're not allowed to go to this house. We're not even supposed to be on this side of town. Doing their chores. Why aren't these chicken coops clean? Please, Father. I'll be good. I'll be- <laughs> ah! Oh, God! <laughs> Obeying their parents. You look me right in the eyes and tell me you didn't steal this bike. Ma, no, I've been helping Mr. Diamond, all right? Lord, don't tell me my son is working at a speakeasy. Exploring their feelings. Let's go over to the apple tree. Gosh, (laughs) okay. But unfortunately for these young fools, the neighborhood bully has other plans. Tonight, you are going to meet me out in front of the old Barnaker house. Howling house? 
Why? <laughs> now, a Boy Scout, a Tagalong, a doormat, and a delinquent will dare to spend the night in the most haunted estate in Arkham. Will they survive to see the sunrise? Or will they succumb to the hunger of Howling House? You're going to die tonight. What is that thing? Is, is this the witch's library? I'm gonna kill you! Not tonight! Roger, make him stop! No! You watch! Run away, little ones. I'm so hungry. Listen to the Call of Cthulhu Mystery Program's award-winning season, Night at Howling House. The complete story, available everywhere you listen to podcasts, and at CthulhuMystery.com. All the, all the outs and free, all the outs and free. <laughs>